Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. So Monday was the solemn occasion of February 26, 1993. Before we get to the topics at hand, the first World Trade Center bombing, which to a degree is overlooked uh, when you consider what would later happen. But it was at that time, the first World Trade Center bombing, as I've mentioned to you folks before, that the mayor of New York City happened to be in Japan at the time, David Dinkins. And I was the only uh, television reporter assigned to make the trip to Japan covering him. And of course, we had no idea, no idea what would happen. But once the incident occurred and the word that we were receiving in Japan, if we didn't know if it was a explosion or if something else had happened, but uh, we quickly got word, the mayor quickly got word that it was a bombing. And it was at that time uh, that New York One, my employer, decided to uh, do a citywide broadcast from Osaka, Japan, with Mayor Dinkins. And to those of you that were around then or paying attention, this is what it sounded like when I broadcast live from Japan at the time of the first World Trade Center bombing in 1993. One pregnant woman was taken off the roof by helicopter. Others knocked out windows in a frantic effort to escape and those huge shards of glass tumbled down to the ground, injuring some of the thousands of people forced out onto the street. Others were treated for smoke inhalation. We're about to go now to our Dominic Carter, who's standing by live with the mayor in Osaka, Japan. As many know, the mayor traveled to Japan earlier this week for a business trip. For Dominic. Business trip. Dominic. Nancy, Mayor Dinkins had another full schedule set for today here in Osaka, but that all changed with the incident of what occurred in New York City. Now, Mayor David Dinkins is here with us he has a statement that he's going to read to the people of New York City, and then we'll have the opportunity to ask him some questions. Mr. Mayor. Good evening, fellow New Yorkers. I thank New York One for permitting me to speak briefly to you tonight. As I'm on my way back to our city, I want to bring you up to date on the events that have transpired over the last nine and one half hours. At approximately 12.15 p.m., there was a large explosion at the World Trade Center which caused the collapse of several floors in the basement of the parking level beneath Tower 1. A fire ensued, and due to a large amount of smoke, all five buildings at the World Trade Center were evacuated. At this point, we cannot rule out the possibility that the explosion, explosion was caused by a bomb. Caused by a bomb. This is the first terrorist attack, 1993. And um, what had occurred the night before just some some background folks what had occurred the night before is we all attended a big dinner uh by developer Lou Rutten who was uh close to the a real estate developer 
uh, in in New York, Upper East Side. Uh, it was very tight with Dinkins, and we didn't end that dinner until about 1 a.m. Japan time. And by 3 a.m. Japan time, uh, the mayor's body man, the lead uh, 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 commander that stays with the mayor at all times, uh, no matter who the mayor may be, just like the president, there's always a body man. And for Dinkins, it was Jules Martin. And all of a sudden, he's banging on the door. I have a cold. You know, I'm not feeling well, but, you know, I'm trying to make it through the trip. And uh, he tells us what what happens. And then my phone starts going off in my hotel room nonstop. And it's New York One informing me. And they're telling me that they have made a decision uh, to go live with Dinkins. And that interview was a clip that was picked up by almost every station in the country with Dinkins uh, at the time of the... um, at the time of the uh, bombing, uh, here's a, a little bit more, and then I'll give you some a more backdrop uh, to the story, and then we'll get into this morning's topics. Thank you. God bless you all, and as all of you have done today, keep the faith. Mr. Mayor, we have been up for several hours. Uh, you have been up longer than we have, the New York One crew, um, getting updated in terms of what's going on. As I've been saying in my reports, it's almost like you have a temporary command center here. Are you getting constant information and are you also pleased with the dramatic video that we've been seeing, the fact that NYPD and EMS and so on are on the scene? Well, yes, here in, here in Japan, it is, it is now a little after noon. Uh, I got word uh, at approximately 3.25 uh, Japanese time, which was uh, 3.25 a.m., which was 1.25 p.m. in New York. And as you point out, we've been up ever since. I've been in constant communication with City Hall uh, and with the police command uh, center so that uh, we've been getting reports in 15 and to 30 minute intervals uh, so that uh, we've been, I am as in touch as I would be if I were in New York City, the difference being that I have an inability to go to the site. But in terms of communication with all the relevant forces, we've been able to do that. And so one of the points I'm trying to make, folks, is that when, when I speak on a given topic, I generally speaking, for the most part, I am not speculating. I am telling you fact as I know it to be. And that's a big, dof- a big difference between myself and a lot of hosts that are, are merely uh, speculating. And... Uh, the backstory, uh, you may have heard in my voice a little bit there. I had a cold. I had a, a Japanese earpiece that did not fit. When something like this happens from the news business, all the managers uh, are, it, it was, uh, by the time we went live, it was 10 p.m. New York time. All the managers from the news director to the senior, they're all called in. And what happens is the news director gets on the phone with you, and this is the way the conversation went. He goes, now, I'm the reporter, but he goes, Dominic, um, we are going to uh, buy a satellite, and the satellite is $50,000. You have got to get Dinkins to the location, and you cannot be a minute late. Because at that time, this is before Skype and all of those things which broadcasters use now, when that window opened up for the satellite time, 
Either you're there or you're not, but you're still going to pay for that satellite time. And so we had just left the school in Osaka, Japan, right? That was part of the, the, the earlier day, right? And then we go to the Lou Rutten dinner. And so now we're in, in a foreign country. We're in Japan. And now the local Japanese police have converged on Dinkins because they don't know what's happening. I guess back up for, from the intelligence division of the NYPD. So now there's more security on Dinkins as they're flying us through a police escort through streets I've never seen before in my life to get us to the studio. And we get to the studio with three minutes uh, time before the satellite opens to go live. And um, it, it, you can find the uh, interview uh, on YouTube. It's a full interview, but we just gave you a little bit of it. My recollections of the first uh, 9 uh, 11 attacks. And it, it's funny, meaning that nothing was funny about what happened. When you're in the middle of something, caught up trying to get the story out, you, you don't have time to look at the impact of what has just happened. And so, believe it or not, I look back now, all these years later, Mr. Dinkins is no longer with us anymore. Um, he's deceased. And now, now I'm able to put it all in perspective all these years later.